This is the David and Tamra podcast, everyday life and experiences in the Western Balkans. So welcome along to this first um, edition of a new podcast. It's the David and Tamara uh, podcast. Having coffee but, and tea. <laughs> yeah, having coffee and tea at the moment. But Tam said we should call this season Coffee Talk, so we will. So a little introduce uh, introduction about us. Um, I'm David, you are... I'm Tamara Pecinovic-Bailey. I'm married to Mr. David. Married we to me. We live in Tredacani in Bosnia and Herzegovina. We have a... Actually, David has a, another podcast. Uh, another podcast. This is a one podcast that we're going to be talking about. Our daily life. Things our, we get up to. Things we get up to. Cooking, traveling, um, anything related to our life in Bosnia and Herzegovina. The reason we're doing this is because I do have another podcast. It's an Englishman in the Balkans. But there, I find interesting people to talk to, whether they're artists or creatives or whatever. And I don't think like a chatty podcast like we want this one to be fits exactly. And to be honest, a lot of people have said, um, my other podcast is cool and they like it. And it is. I mean, the stats prove that. But They'd like to have more of a relaxing, so that's what we've decided to do. So, yeah, our life here in the village, what we get up to, and when we go away somewhere, we'll tell you about that as well. And maybe when we're driving in the car, we might record some things to put into this. But we don't drive too much in the winter. <laughs> we don't. Because <laughs> I'm afraid of snow. I and slid a few times in, back in Canada when I used to live with a car, and I hate driving in the snow. But luckily, we don't get much snow this year. Yeah. The climate change uh, has hit us. And we'll share some interesting anecdotes and stories from the past week. So it'll be a weekly podcast on Sunday mornings at uh, 7 o'clock Central European time. So, yeah, we live in a village called Chidarshan. I don't know. How many people live here? 3,000 all up, maybe? Or less than that? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. Something like that, I think. Let's put it this way. We don't have a shop in the village. Uh, The only bus stop we've got is a small we shelter. We have a shop at the entrance of the village. Yeah, but that's about... three uh, kilometer, 1.5 kilometers. You can walk there and back. Yeah, I should It will take you an hour, maybe. I should walk there, shouldn't I? You should, and buy us fresh eggs every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Our neighbour has fresh eggs um, from their chickens. So, yeah, we don't have any shops. We have a sort of like a bus stop, which is right next to our house. But, that's... but it's not a regular bus stop. It's just like a stop for the school. For the, kids. For, for the children who go to school. Is that primary school and secondary school, both together? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, yeah. And they do... Oh, I've only seen kids from primary school, I think. Secondary school, I, I think they have to go on their own. Yeah. And they do two shifts here. I'd never met that before I came here. You did that as well, didn't you? So one shift goes off at six in yes, the morning. Yes, we always do two shifts. One week you go in the morning, the next week you go in the afternoon. But n- not not from the first to the fourth grade. We used to only go in the morning. After, you, after the fourth grade, we changed. Did you find that easy? Because when I came here and I first saw that, I thought, that's megaly confusing. But one week you go early, the next week you go late. Yes, I didn't, I didn't like to go in the afternoon because you basically lose your whole day. Like you go to school to 12 and you come back at 6 in the evening or something. You know, like it's... I, I, I didn't like it. I like the morning shifts. You go in the morning and then you have the rest of the day. You know, for yourself. So that's so the we, afternoon shift for me. I didn't like it. So that's why we have um, a bus stop. Most of it, we've got paper r- rustling in the background. 
Because we've got biscuits. Because we have plasma. Plasma connects people. Tell me Did about... Did you know that all people in Balkan eat plasma? Yeah, it is a thing, isn't it? In the like, entire... They... Not the Balkan. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe I'll, the I'll whole put Balkan. A link. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can see a picture of plasma. But they look like, like long dog bony type shapes. It has plasma written on it at biscuits. And it's... Um, they're nice, aren't they? Although... They've started to um, make these biscuits, especially at this time of the year, uh, end of November, start of December, with... Uh, Simet. Sim, uh, cinnamon and um, cloves, I think. Yeah. They you, taste like speculas. They, they, they're good, but it, it gives me a, they give me a bar, heartburn, sorry. But you're not keen on the, the cinnamon ones, are you? I like them very much, but I got heartburn I'm just dipping mine. I'm just dipping mine in my tea. And if my mother knew that I was talking with my mouth full... She would definitely do. She, she would give me a, a hard time. We'll, okay, so we were talking about school shift. Yeah, so that's why we have a bus stop. Um, but the rest of the area is just fields. We're at, on the side of the the western bank of the River Verbas, and there's a plain, a flat plain that runs from us all the way north, about 34 kilometres to the border town that's why, of Gradishka. Uh, that's why around six kilometres from our house... We have an airport. It's located in this uh, flat area. Yeah. We are located, the Chadarchini village is located in the northern part of Bosnia and Herzegovina that belongs to another entity, which is called Republika Srpska. So that's a little bit of the geography. You'll find out more as the weeks go on. But it's not just me and Tam that live in this nice place in the village. We share it with, at the moment, seven cats, soon to go down to six cats, and okay. and two dogs. Two dogs, yes. Now, please don't get it in your head that they all live in the living room with us because we've got a massive garden. It's huge here. Actually, we live upstairs and they live downstairs. <laughs> we are renting the flat for them. Uh-huh. We made a hostel for dogs and cats. So <laughs> that, that's what we should do. Just kidding, by the way. Just kidding. And the reason I said we've got seven at the moment, one will go into Banyaluka because something we're going to talk about a little later on in this episode is about animals, stray animals, in Bosnia and Herzegovina. So, one of the main things that's happened this week, actually it happened yesterday because we were lazy, it's it's becoming snappily cold now, isn't it? Yes. And earlier on in the year... Not during the day, but in the evening. At night it does, yeah. It goes into minus now. Yes. But um, at the start of the year, Tamara had one of her dreams, one of her many dreams and wishes fulfilled in that one of her dad's friends brought along a banana plant, banana tree. I don't know, plant. It was like a a plant. (laughs) It was like a huge bulb. Yes. So we just stuck it in the ground and just crossed our fingers and wished. We thought it was dead because it looked really like the leaves outside. Uh, It has a bulb and then it had the leaves, but they all look like they're rotten. And I thought, this is not going to live. But it lived. It lived. So what did we do with it, David? Uh, no, how did it turn out? It turned out wonderful. It has even a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so He it, got a baby this year. Apparently, they live for four years. Really? Banana trees, then you have to replace them. That's why they have uh, so many siblings or but, kids. Yeah. Or offsprings. Offsprings, yeah, yes. That's yeah. a good use of a word. The thing is, though, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't handle cold, does it? No. So we finally... Uh, yesterday, cut it really short, 
and wrapped it up in what sort of fabric was that you got from the agricultural center? I don't know. It's some sort of uh, like a thermoplastic that that you cover your plants in the winter. So we've we've wrapped it in there. We've cut it right back down. Yes, that's we'll, what you said you should do. I watch YouTube videos. Okay. Right. And I hope they're right. Yeah. And so we've done that. So the the banana plant is wintering. Um, I did put a picture of it on uh, Instagram stories, and it it's got about 180 people seen it and lots of people giving <clears throat> us hearts. So obviously we've done something there. And I also covered all my rosemaries and lavender. What is it with you and rosemary? I love rosemary. I could have I, if I could have a forest of rosemary, I would. It's just a smell. It's so lovely. Sorry. What's your favourite smell then? Uh, out of these two, lavender or I like rosemary. them both, but rosemary is my favourite. I, I like lavender especially. You can drop a- la- lavender oil around your pillow at night. Yes. And it really helps you go I'll to sleep. I'll make you a lavender deodorant next Ooh, time. Oh, thank you very much indeed. You love it so much. So we've been um, uh, wintering the, the banana plant and the whole place now, the garden, the big garden is like really going to sleep. We've got lots of plum trees here, apple trees here. And normally during the season, Tam's mum and dad have this garden. I call it a kitchen garden, right? Kitchen Be- garden, yeah. Because tomat- they grow tomatoes, bell peppers. Yes, just a vegetable. What is Tinkvitzer again? Uh, uh, zucchini. Zucchinis. <laughs> and, and I'm also- thinking what language are you asking <laughs> yeah. me? <laughs> See, the thing is, it's a bit of Serbsklish here. It's, it's a mixture of Serbian yes, and... Yes, plus I, I started to learn German, so we are using a little bit of German words as well in it. Um, but the thing that's been we've we've been focused on for the last three weeks, I have to say this, and it has taken up a lot of time, and it's taken up a lot of time this morning, and it will take up an awful lot of time tomorrow and for the next um, five or so days. And we're talking about stray animals. I don't know what it is. It's one of the darker sides of living in this beautiful country, and that is people drop off small animals, small animals like cats and dogs, and for some unknown reason. Always, we seem to be the magnet for it all. I, I know why, because uh, our house is the only house at the bend here and where the bus stop. Where the bus stop is, there's no houses. There's a further down, but we are the closest house. Yeah. And I think people drop them there, you know, because they think maybe the kids will take them or something. And they always drop them at the same spot. And they come to us because our house, house is the closest. And we can't have all these animals like it's crazy. We can't have them all. And we don't have a shelter here for dogs in Laktashi. We do have one in Banyaluka, but I don't know. What do you think? Well, we do have two. Let's talk about the dogs We first. do have, like, all the cats apart from two have been, uh, like, adapted. You know, they've been thrown out here and we kept them. So only two cats we, we brought from Banyaluka because we needed the cats. There was one point when we didn't have kids and living in the uh, cats and living in the village without cats, it's a nightmare. You'll get mish everywhere. We do still get mish, but not as many. That's, that's, that's mice, by the way. Mice. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, people drop dogs and, and, and it, it, it's really awful. We, we adopted the dogs. Cooper was not adopted. We wanted Cooper. But we had, we had a Phoebe was adopted. Linda was adopted from a, a shelter. And uh, now Mari, somebody dropped Mari. Mari here. I don't know why. She was a well-groomed dog and she was just, she showed up. Well, we have a, a, a tiny dog. Well, she is small, Phoebe. Phoebe's very small. And Phoebe's she's a dodge. Dog. Yes. 
Mine is also Dodge. And a Dodge is uh, a village mix, if you know what I mean. Yes. And it's, there a, are, it's a street dog. Yeah. And to give you, we went, we went to the vets yesterday. We'll come on to that with the latest kitten. Um, and on the way, we drove up the hill and through the forest, um, going what we call the back route um, to the nearest town of Laktashi. And there were six dogs roaming up there like wild. Uh, but they were all from different breeds, so there's, they've, yes. they've all been thrown out, and they've all found each other. Yes, they're all and dodges, they're, and but you, they're, they're quite pretty. I saw some pretty dogs. And you said, One of them looked like Taraf. Really? Yeah, I, we had a little dog, but nevertheless, I don't like to go on about He was adopted as well, but he disappeared. But you said it was dangerous. You said you would feel dangerous, if, uh, scared if you were out on the street with six dogs like that roaming around. Yes, because you never know when they're going to attack. They get this, uh, like a horde, how do you call it? Flock of flock of dogs, uh, a pack of dogs, a pack of dogs, and they're so pack you, you animals. don't know they are pack animals, <coughs> and you never know they might be hungry or something, or or they are protecting their territory, and when they are in a pack, they protect their land, and they might attack us, you know, and and the the first the the, the leader, the alpha dog or alpha male, whoever it is, the alpha dog, if he starts to attack us, then they all follow. So it's quite dangerous. It happened in Banyaluka before people have been attacked by the dogs. It seems as well that <clears throat> when it becomes, <clears throat> excuse me, a problem, uh, the locals go out and hunt hunt them, don't they? Because we we do have hunters yes, around. Because we have wild Don't boar. you remember in Pristina we had so many dogs where we used to live? Yeah, yeah. We used to work there, and and uh, we heard one night the hunters came and shot them all. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. Which is very cruel. <coughs> but it has to be done if there's it no other way. It has to be done because it's very dangerous. So, so the two they dogs, can really attack children. <coughs> the two dogs we've got, Phoebe, she's a tiny dodge, and then uh, Mare, which Mare, is like Marie. Mare, she's uh, mixed with the German uh, terrier. And a schnauzer. And maybe schnauzer, German terrier, schnauzer, and a dodge. We don't and, know yet. And she's hyper ex um, excited, but she's got to that age. She's very, very young. And we yes, have to so. get her sterilized because... If she's not, going if tomorrow, actually. She's going to, that's what I said. She's so hyperactive. She's a beautiful dog. Um, and I'll try and put a picture somewhere or a link to a picture uh, in the show notes. We'll and uh, all our animals are sterilized. Yeah. And if we ever have in the future any animals, they will be sterilized because it's so important to sterilize your animals. And here, Dog Trust has a program. They pay for it, like it's free. Just take your dog. Just don't throw the pupsies. It's very cruel. It will come back to you. It's, it's like a bad karma. It will come back to you. But it's not something just for us. People here everywhere. don't have this uh, <laughs> this thing about sterilization, but it's so important so that we don't get this problem anymore. Like a pack of dogs attacking children. That can happen. So sterilize your dogs, people. If you're listening, if you're anywhere from Bosnia and Herzegovina, do that, please. It's free. Dog Trust has a huge program every year. Right. We'll talk more about dogs as we go through the series. And... As Mari grows up. As Mari grows up. And, fi and finally, forward. one of the things <clears throat> that eco people will say they disagree with, but I actually like, and I'm an eco-friendly person, is this is a time of the year now when you go out and you smell the wood-burning fires from all that. Another thing why you should sterilize your animals. Because that's production of CH4. So you <laughs> save the planet as well, so they don't reproduce as much. Yeah. I heard some people, very famous people, are only having a two children because they don't want to produce too much CH4. Do you know who that is? No. Prince Harry. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> he said what that, about He said that they're staying only with two children. 
But yeah, I was saying that I love the smell of burning wood. Yes. What's you don't do you? You really get irritated when you're like hanging the out the laundry the... when the laundry's out and people are burning off the fields or whatever. You don't like that, do you? No. Because then my laundry is gonna smell like a burn like a smoke. That's catastrophe. <laughs> it's catastrophe. It's a catastrophe. <laughs> but um we don't have well, we here and I don't know, maybe a few people might use electricity. I don't know how many people use oil, if that's something. Most people here use briquettes or logs. I mean, 48% of Bosnia-Herzegovina. Most of the people use wood. Yeah. 48%. Maybe south down in Bosnia, they use coil, but here they don't use coil. 48% of the country is covered in shuma, in forest anyway, isn't it? Yes, we have a lot of shuma. So have a lot of wood. Um, and we've BB. Got, <laughs> BB. And we have, um, which means without a number. It's a joke. I'll tell you about that as well. Keep listening for future episodes. Um but we have briquettes. We have briquettes, but it's very hard to find them now. Why is that? Because when we had corona, when there was a corona, uh, the country forbid exporting briquettes. And many companies made money by exporting briquettes to Italy and other countries. And then they couldn't make enough money, so they stopped making them. Because not many pe- people use here more woods and coil than they use briquettes. So the company that we used to buy briquettes from, they don't do it anymore because they don't have like... It's not good for them anymore. They can't make any money out of it because there's not enough to cover the Bosnia and Herzegovina thing. Now they can export, but it's too late because it's been banned for two years, isn't it? Yeah. So it's quite hard to find. We found one company and we bought some coniferous briquettes and they are not good. They burn like matches. They the really burn so crazy and they are yeah. they are so expensive. Those like are the it's ones not we've got worth now. it. So we, ha- we have enough for this year, but we'll have to find another company and b- buy, I don't know what's the name of that wood, the other briquettes in English. I don't know. Dracha. I don't know. But it's had, it's, uh, has a more calories than coniferous trees. And it burns longer, gives you more energy. So it's, 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 they, they are good, but so hard to find. And we have a wood burner in our downstairs apartment <clears throat> of the house, which The thing does that's now us. also very popular since all this uh, problem with the Russian-Ukraine war and the gas, so many, many households are using now these uh, heat pumps, which is like, uh, it, it works like an air conditioning system. Yeah. So you, you they're expensive, aren't they? They are expensive now. Uh, in the Europe, I think the price of them, I don't know if I'm correct, it's it's lower down. And then I think in Germany, by the law, you have to have a heat pump. You can't use any wood, coil or anything like that, electricity or gas. So I'm thinking maybe in next year or in two years, we should also install the pump the only thing is when we don't have electricity you can't use it mm. but we'll see we'll see as we save up futures ahead of us yeah i did say that we were going to be talking about everyday life and and what it's like being here but one of the other things we'll be covering every week because we're going to give you some anecdotes of what we got up to um maybe a, a couple of crazy stories that we found online about the country or that we've heard um but we'll also be talking about food and food is something that's close to tamara and my hearts we're foodies and we're going to talk about three things now, very briefly. One is um, Tamara's been learning German online. We won't talk about her learning German, but there are certain <laughs> things that she finds out and she gets really excited Schuffnudels. about. Schnuff noodles. Schnuff noodles. Tell me about these wonderful potato pancakes that you've made. 
Oh, the potato. The, 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 I don't know why they call German potato pancakes. Are they German? I don't know. When I lived in Germany, yeah, I used to eat. Yeah, and, I love and them. they have them. Uh, I actually saw something on a German TV. They have like a Christmas market now, and every Christmas market carries those German potato pancakes. So it's very easy to make. You just need some potatoes. You grind them. I like to use uh, already boiled potatoes. You grind them. You add an onion. You add an egg and uh, one or two tablespoons of flour. Then you mix it. You make a dough. And then you just fry them in a little bit of oil. Or you can make them in a waffle maker. But that's nothing that's a unique... People from Bosnia and Herzegovina or the Western Balkans wouldn't know. I don't remember. We used to do that with apples. We used to make like oh, an apple, apple fritters. Apple fritters, yeah. Ooh. That's, that used to be a big thing back in the day when I was a kid. Back in Yugoslavia. Back in Yugoslavia. But so, I assume... you still remember how to do them? Yeah, I assume if oh, you... Guess you what you I'm can getting. do the same like with German potato pancake. You can do the same with the apples. So I'm looking forward to getting... Um, it's easy. Apple fritters. And uh, yeah... But the only thing I don't understand, uh, Germans eat them, eat it with the apple sauce. Apfelmus. Apfelmus, yeah, the German potato pancakes because they are savory. But I guess you can make them savory. But still, they are savory. You're putting an onion, a little bit of salt. I don't know. I like mine with the Greek yogurt. It tastes the best. The big thing over the last ten days has been another introduction to me. I really like local food. I really, really like regional food. And I'll quantify, qualify that by saying, I think I'm having an amazing affair with Turkish food. And Who doesn't, who David? Doesn't, oh, yeah. my God. Everyone <laughs> loves Turkish food. It's the best. So we've, And we have been influenced here by Turks because we've been under their rule for 500 years, years. So we have a lot of Turkish food in our menu here in this country. Well, I, I <clears throat> yeah, some of the things it's taken me time to get used to, like yogurt. I really like yogurt and that now. This morning That's you, you, you made... Um, Western people don't eat much yogurt. No, we don't. And Maybe Germans, but I don't know. For but breakfast today you made... Um, yeah, what was it? It's, it's, not, it's not a pizza, it's, it's not a pie. It's my fusion pie. So tell me about your fusion pie. My today. fusion pie is a ripped pie <laughs> with, the, with the cheese and I put the t- uh, potatoes in it. It's like you, you, you take a filo dough and then you squish it like a sponge... Like a concertina. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think so. And then I I layered it. I put a little bit of potato. You you can only make it with the cheese, like a cheese, special cheese here that we have for pie. And then I put an egg and a little bit of yogurt because I don't like to use too much oil in cooking. And uh, yeah, you layer it. You make it like you squish the filo pastry and then you put the filling on top and then you do it in a few layers and it's so delicious. Pita is pie really isn't it yes and normally you have pita either with potato or with cheese yeah you can have different types of pies Mm -hmm. but today you got two and put them into one yeah why not what do you think your dad's dad's a bit of a specialist so do you think he's gonna like it i liked mixing cheese and 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 things like that and eggs it gives you more protein keeps you more full and it tastes really good did it taste bad oh maybe i put a little bit too many potatoes unbelievable it's very good so if you are uh, living in Bosnia, Herzegovina, Serbia, Croatia, uh, North Macedonia, or, or Montenegro, or in, in Slovenia, let us know. What do you think of this idea of, like, mixing it up? I just thought that that Sirenica and Krompirusho, by the way, which is cheese and potato. Yes, I didn't put too much cheese, was but really I put great. enough just to make a dough more wet. Because you have to revive the dough, mm-hmm. bring it back to life. Because I don't make my own dough. 
philopastry, how you call it in English. Mm. I don't make my own, so I have to revive it. And the best way to do it, people use a kisela, uh, like a mineral water and oil. But I, as I said, I don't like using oil, too much oil, it's not good for you. So I just use yogurt and a uh, mixture of yogurt, egg, and a little bit of cheese. Well, in next, week's, in, like next week's, in next week's edition, I'm going to be telling you how successful or otherwise Tam has been. Why? Because last night we were crashed like we normally do on the couch, um, chilling in front of startup. I mean, we're Netflix addicts, but we like YouTube as well. Yes. And we, we follow. We have people that we follow. Yeah. It's mostly cooking channels. Yeah. And there's <laughs> one lady called Rafika. Yes. She's um, from Turkey, from, from Istanbul. Turkey, from, well, she's actually Cypriot. Oh, yeah, but she lives there. Yeah, she no, lives I in think Istanbul. she was born in Cypriot, but she, she lived, they, her parents moved. And we watch how she make, makes things. And some of the things are works of art, but they are a little bit complicated and it does take a bit of time. But she's got this series now of 10-minute yeah, meals, she got right? this series now after everything what happens to Turkey with the earthquake and all this hoo-ha in the world and the prices going up after corona. So she has a series now because the food, the price of the food, I don't know in your country, but in, in Bosnia and Herzegovina and everywhere, I, th- I heard, especially in States and Canada, the food, the prices of food went up so much. So she came up with this idea to make a series about, you know, cheap and f- quick, quick, cheap, healthy meals, how to make them. So she made the three recipes already, and I liked already one. So we fell in love, well, from, from seeing it on the video, Kuru Pilaf. Kuru or Kulu? Kuru. Kuru Pilaf. Which is? Which is like beans. Lentil? Oh, no, no, it's like uh, white beans. It's like white beans, cooked white beans with onions, tomatoes, a little bit of uh, sujuk. She used sujuk, but you can use kobasa. Sujuk, by the way, is beef sausage, beef not sausage. pork sausage. Yeah. Yes, so but we sausage. don't have a... We'll make that today for lunch, but we don't have uh, sujuk or kobasa. You can use kobasa depending where you are, what you have. She says you can use anything just to give you flavor. So usually when we have a, when we have a beans here, we, use, we make it with bacon or dry Slalina. meat. Slalina. Slalina. Yes. Bacon is slanina. The Germans call it speck. Yes. And I don't then, know what we call it in England. Yeah. And it then you, you make it like that, but you make it really thick. And then you cook the rice, but you use the vermicelli noodles. You fry them in a little bit of butter and olive oil. To give them a nutty flavor. To give them a nutty flavor. Then you put the rice on and then you cook it all together. And apparently when you mix that together, you eat with a little bit of yogurt and pickles. It's really good. Cheap and cheerful and fast. I'm looking forward to it. You can put the link in the description to that video. Oh, so yeah, maybe people, idea. you can try it. And it's, it's vegetarian. Idea. Or you actually, it, yeah. You, you don't can. have to use butter. You can make it vegan as well. And you don't have to use a sujuk. You don't have to use a sujuk. Yeah. So you can use smoked paprika. Smoked paprika is my spice number one when I don't want to use smoked meat. It replaces the flavor and it's so good. So for all those vegans who don't eat dry meats... Or sujuk or kobasa, please use smoked paprika. It gives a great flavor. And I love um, Turkish and local cuisine. Having said that, there are things that I do get rather, I won't say homesick, but nostalgic for. Like boza. Tam- you like boza? Do you like boza? No, I hate it. <laughs> 
When we first met, she said, come on, I want to give you this drink. What is boza made out of? Boza. It's the most it's, disgusting thing on earth. It's a fermented drink. It's made out oh. of the corn flour oh. and lemon and sugar. Oh. It's really good. And I think it's Turkish as well. They make it too. But I don't you, know how they call it. She said, you've got to have this. It's so traditional. I took a mouthful. I love it. it. I thought I was going to vomit. <laughs> Uh, you know, for the Olympics, it was just like, but not everybody can like everything, right? No, it's very good to clean up your system with it. It hasn't staying very long. Um, so uh, when you have a glass of water, you make sure you go home right away. So while we're, while we're recording this, Tamara's been drinking some coffee and I've she made me a, a nice English tea. You actually make British tea really good. Because some, I, know. I have, think who I am. <laughs> people think that drug mules are the only mules that... Um, bring things across borders. Um, David has her tea mule. I, I, I have tea bags. Tea bag uh, mule. Tea bags, marmite, and Waitrose mint jelly. That's the big thing for me, isn't it? Yes, and your sister, poor, poor, poor sister. Every time she comes to visit us, she needs to bring. She brings bags and bags of tea bags. Tea bags, marmite, and uh, actually, we found in a shop. You found it uh, like last week. That was you mint, found sauce, a mint sauce. Yeah, I like mint sauce, but mint jelly is like mint ah, sauce okay. on steroids. Okay. Okay, let's move to the next stuff. So then. The, the last thing we're going to well, do, two more things. One is we've got some good news for next year, although it, it's good news for the country, but we have more flights going out of Bosnia-Herzegovina now than before. Yes. There, there are four airports in the country, one in Tuzla, one in Mostar, one in Sarajevo and one, as you said, about six kilometers away. Yes. Which is Banja Luka Airport. And from Banja Luka Airport, we can fly to Austria, to... Belgrade. Belgrade, Sweden. Sweden, we also have lots of Brussels. seasonal flights. Brussels. Yes, I'm not sure where, where exactly. Anyway, there's, there's a number of places. But basically... Of, also Sweden, now it's Basically where people went to when they left the country during the conflict of the 90s. Yes. Um, the, the other three airports have, uh, Mostar is the smallest, <clears throat> I think, yeah. which is down, you can get to Dubrovnik, you can fly into Mostar and go to Dubrovnik, actually. It's it's maybe two hours drive. Yeah. Sarajevo is the capital of the country, but the problem with Sarajevo... Um, and Tuzla. And, well, more with Sarajevo, is Sarajevo is, the city is in the base of an area that is surrounded by very, very high mountains. mountains and there there are, like, fog issues and heavy mist issues, yes. uh, both during the winter and in the summer. Smoke would you issues in the winter when mm-hmm. people, everyone people is burning. using wood or coil. And so they have days when they can't fly in. And that applies to Tusla. How far is Tusla from us? 50, 60 kilometers? More. Eastward? Three More? and a half hours drive. Really? Yeah. Didn't know it was that long. But anyway, Ryanair and the other cheap airlines like Wiz... I think it's um, over 100 kilometres. Are, na- sure. are now flying in. So there's a flight to London Stansted, which somebody said to me was, oh, now you can go to Sarajevo and <clears throat> fly to London Stansted. I said, well, I need to get to where my daughter lives in Reading. So I need to get to Heathrow or at least Gatwick because there's a train straight to Reading. So that's easy for me. But for, for, to go to Stansted, which is... And even to drive here from Sarajevo, it's like five hours. It's five hours to get to Sarajevo. Whereas I can take a two-hour, three-hour bus from here to Zagreb. Yes. And and then just fly fly the two hours in. But we have more flights. And I'm just going to go on to my notes because Tam 
bombards my mobile phone, my Instagram, and my. Um, I'm giving him idea for his she email. Said, have you seen this? Have you seen this? Anyway, she sent me a picture of a Jezva, <clears throat> and a Jezva is like a nice, well, traditionally, it's a copper pot with a long handle. Yes. And that's how you make local coffee. Local Notice that's I. That's a traditional Jezva. How would you call and it? This is, is it a special coffee or Turkish coffee? What would you say? I think it's Turkish coffee, really. It's Turkish. We used to call Turkish coffee. Right. But people call it Damacha kafa as well. Domestic coffee, local coffee, local homemade coffee. coffee. Yes. Yeah. So the people in Visoko, there's a company called Vispak, made this jazva. This is a, such a special jazva, and they gave it to people in Ulcin. Where is Ulcin? In Montenegro, on the coast. So the jazva ha- has 600 uh, liters. It can contain 600 liters of coffee, which or is, which 8,800 filjans. And filjan is a small Turkish, like a t- type of cup of coffee handle. Without, without handle, handle. and it's <clears throat> tiny. So it's 8,800 filjans. So, so it's it's it's, it's at a cost on Montenegro. It's it's there for the largest exhibition of football and other sports legends of the ex of ex Yugoslavia. Um, that come together. So it's a place where you go to see your old heroes. Yes. You know, your sporting heroes. They have a special, a special celebration yeah. for that and it, yeah, every year. Produced by Vispak in Visigal. Um The Jezva uh, came from Sarajevo. I think this is amazing. I'm going to try and download the image or at least put you, uh, give you a link to where you can find it. And I think it will be on a local newspaper. Don't worry, because even though you can't read the lo- read a local language, all you've got to do is right-click and translate, isn't it? Yes, yeah, that's true. Yes. So, so You can translate anything now. Oh, absolutely. But I, I think that's good. So we'll put a link to that. and So that's a hell of a lot of coffee. Yeah, and I'll also put a link to a podcast that we did on the other channel with Numa, our friend uh, who's married to Kathy. Kat is a German, German lady. And they run a really cool travel agency in Sarajevo called Chafe. Yes. Um, I won't tell you too much, but he will tell you what Chafe means and the importance of coffee. Right? So I'll put that in. I'm going to go back to my notes now so we don't get lost because anything can happen when you're just rocking and rolling away. So that's the uh, first coffee talk. We're going to call this season Coffee Talk. Coffee Talk, yes. And if you want to get in touch with either Tamara or me, you can send us an email. Send us an email, and we've got we've just started a brand new email address. I tested it, and it works. Okay, wonderful. And it's David and Tamara at anenglishmaninthebalkans.com. So it's no, it's not a Gmail or anything like that. Or definitely come to us. And there's no download limits. I think if you want to send us an attachment, if you want to ask us any questions, we'd um, we'd like to answer them. We'd like to answer them. And also, there'll be a link. To we have um, something called VoicePipe, so there'll be a link to VoicePipe, and if you click on that, you can actually read or give us. It's like um, an audio clip, mm-hmm. so you can use your phone and you can say, "Hey, what about this?" Blah 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 blah, and then we can put that into a future podcast. Podcast, so you get a shout out. Yes, and we can answer that. So how cool is that? This VoicePipe. So don't worry about any links. So the use a VoicePipe to uh, uh, to ask us a question or to tell us something nice. And we will about yourself and where do you live, where do you come from. And we will make sure we put it in. And we're going to do this every Sunday at seven o'clock in the morning. It will be live. And also, if you'd like to support us, um, there's a link to buy us a coffee, or two, or three, or a bag of smoky. 
<laughs> Smoky is like peanut chips, um, which I think you can only get in the Western Balkans. I've never seen them anywhere else. Yeah, you have them in England. They're called flips, don't aren't they? You, you have, yeah, but they, they have them. There's peanut flips and smoky. There's peanut flips, yeah. There's peanut flips and there's smoky. Yeah. Okay, so, so that, buy us, if you want to buy us a bag of flips, peanut flips, smoky, David will share the link in the yeah, show notes. And we also share our email so you can ask us a question. But it would be more fun if you would use the voice tube, you called? Voice pipe. Voice, voice pipe, and then you can voice... Uh, you voice your questions and then we'll put them in yeah, so in so our you, podcast. And so you actually get to, to, to be part of the podcast. episode yeah. at the same time. Um, I've done the first two steps on opening an Instagram for this podcast. So I don't know. You might see the occasional picture there. But that's not going to be updated all the time because the idea is we like audio podcasts. Yes, audio only. Audio only. Right. Thanks very much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. To um, follow us on uh, all good podcast platforms. There will be a link in the show notes as well. If you click that, it'll open up and it'll show where our podcast is on Apple. Uh, YouTube would be on YouTube and Spotify. Spotify and places like that. And if you want to give us a review, that would be great. You know, the usual stuff, thumbs up, likes, all the rest. It really, really Any does Any comments, help. yes. That would right. be great. So here you are. We're gonna. We we tried this before when we when when we were doing uh, a little experiment before. So we're gonna do a little phrase every week. And the first one is, how do you say good goodbye? You could say dovigenia, couldn't you? Dovigenia. Or you could be much more personalised with it, and you could say vidimose. Vidimose, yeah, which means see ya. So vidimose. Bis später. Bis. <laughs> okay. See you later. Bye. See you later. Vidimose. Bye. To find out more about us and where we live, why not check out our blog? See you next time.